Hey, this is Erin. And Melissa. And we're Trending Northwest, a weekly podcast all about the latest in our region, introducing you to people you'll want to know if you don't already. We're on a personal mission to celebrate kindness, innovation, and diversity, which is at the heart of our culture in the Northwest. Join us as we shine light on topics that are trending for good and have conversations with some of the most fascinating people in our area. Learn more about guests on the podcast and read about trending topics at trendingnorthwest.com. Episodes are dropping weekly, so be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts now. Jennifer Vigil is the Health Equity and Outreach Program Manager at MultiCare Health System, and her commitment to community wellness goes beyond each appointment. Her role focuses on the social drivers that impact community health and how to help overcome those barriers to care. She has 26 years of experience in healthcare operations, from executive leadership to Native American health, migrant and seasonal outreach, high-end cosmetics, private practice, and public health operations that give her a deeply impactful, practical way to positively impact the greater community as well. Jennifer's care for people individually and systematically have driven her to use her unique skill set to bring people together. It's that same foundation of music and belonging that allows Jennifer to host live salsa events with Son Dulce, which produces big band-style evenings with dance lessons and bombastic performances that are open to all ages. Their social media pages for Son Dulce keep you up to date on their performances, with the next one coming up on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Welcome to Trending Northwest, Jennifer. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. We are so excited to talk to you. You have a lot going on in your life, but let's first start with the music piece. Um, When you were younger, what got you interested in performing music? Um, Well, I mean, it's always been a family thing. You know, it was something that's always been a part of our family. So I don't remember a time when there wasn't music around. Um, In school, I was part of choirs and show choirs and things like that. Um, Our our middle school was, we had a, um, a show choir that went around and performed at area retirement homes and, and just different organizations. And that was something that I would say was the beginning probably. So um, that was super fun. And then later in my twenties, um, my brother and I decided to branch out and start a band together. Um, and then years later, I decided to start Son Dulce. So um, it's just been kind of a labor of love. And it, I have to say, it will always be a part of my life. I will do this till the day I die. That is adorable. We love getting to watch you perform. And we've gotten to go to a couple of performances ourselves, which I, if you haven't had a chance to join Son Dulce at a live performance, you are missing out. It's so cool to see so many community members come together and get excited to celebrate around music and delicious food. You usually have a great food truck that comes um, and the band is incredible. And I'm not saying that because my husband occasionally plays for you. <laughs> But we would love to know more about the band. How did this project get started here locally? And how many performances have you done? Oh, goodness. So we started in 2007. Um, and I have seriously lost count of performances. I know that we um, we took some time off, obviously, during the pandemic. And that was really difficult. I felt like my right arm had been cut off without music. So since we've been back um, in 2022, we did five performances and this uh, Cinco de Mayo will be our second performance of 2023. So um, we definitely came out guns a-blazing. We were um, ready to go. And I think the community was really ready to receive us because that first show back was a record show for us. Um, you know, we had record um, turnout and tickets sold out almost immediately, like within the first couple of weeks. 
Um, and we have been super excited for that. We've met that every time, just not as eagerly, but um, I always encourage people to get their tickets and tables early just because of that. It's, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to go. You know, my brother really likes more Latin rock. He does a lot of uh, rumba and a lot of traditional stuff. I like the more big band style and that caters to the dance community, the professional salsa dancers. That's the type of music that they like to dance to. So it's nice to have both in the same town. And Nick, my brother, will occasionally play with us as well. So we still get to be together, but it's nice to have a variety um, of Latin styles. So um, the big band style is something that really lends itself to, itself to um, galas, fancy events, and which, which is why you'll see me really endorsing the sparkles. Um, <laughs> but we are no strangers to festivals, outdoor events. We did a rally in the alley once. We've done all kinds of things. So um, the music is, um, it speaks for itself. You know, you just can't hold still. It's, it's all about the good energy. And anytime we play, you can just feel the love in the room. There's a vibe to it. And I, I hope to always keep that. Don't forget to put inspiration and entertainment on your calendar. Get season tickets now to STCU's Best of Broadway. You can have first access to popular touring productions with live music and top talent, special offers from nearby restaurants, and so much more. West Coast Entertainment is a locally operated independent presenter of national touring Broadway productions, concerts, and other special events. Don't miss a single show-stopping moment. Learn more about their upcoming season by checking out broadwayspokane.com. That sounds so amazing. And your passion for the community and music really comes out when we speak to you. Um, could you talk to uh, about how those efforts and how your love for the community has transformed itself in the healthcare field? Uh, what led you to the profession in community health? Sure. So that was something really that somebody had to point out to me that I, I didn't really realize or recognize that there was so much crossover between the music and the work. Um, but the beautiful thing about music is that it brings people together. Um, I really believe that people need to be connected to their community and feel connected to their community in order to thrive. Um, you know, we have some some folks who are maybe marginalized or feel like they don't fit in in some way. And for the, for the sake of the music, I've been really committed to having a beginner's salsa lesson at every event so people can feel welcome. They don't have to feel awkward if they just want to try it out. I don't want anybody to ever think that they don't belong. Everybody belongs. Everybody's welcome. And you'll see that in the diversity on our dance floor. The way that relates to healthcare, and, you know, I've been in healthcare for 26 years, but it was just in the last year that I put those pieces together. People need to also feel connected within the healthcare system, within their profession, within their city, um, within their community, whether it be socially or professionally, um, on a level of education, whatever those things are, people need to feel connected. So, my work in health equity is just that. It's, it's helping the marginalized community, the folks who are really affected by the social determinants of health. Um, I equate that to having a backpack. So if you're somebody who maybe has difficulty finding transportation to your healthcare visit or has difficulty with access, maybe you're struggling um, or facing homelessness or near homelessness, all of those things are social determinants of health. And and where the backpack comes in is if each one of those things is a brick and you keep adding those to your backpack, there are some folks who have so many of those bricks that it becomes unbearable. So working in health equity and finding ways to break down those barriers help, that helps people feel connected to their health system 
And also because we partner with, with different community partners to find and break down those barriers, um, it's like wraparound care. So it really helps people to feel connected. Um, and I just kind of had to sit and blink my eyes for a second to realize that that's present in my life's work and in my fun, you know, in the music. So um, that's how that comes together. That is so beautiful. And one of the things that I value the most about you is that who you are translates through everything you do, just like you were having that realization of your career being so intertwined with the work that you do for fun as well. Um, and I, I'm very lucky to know you personally and was deeply honored that you invited me to join in a breakfast at MultiCare that gave away $250,000 to local charities. It was moving beyond words to see those organizations um, be supported and experience some of that wraparound care themselves when they so often are the ones having to administer the care. So getting a chance to sit down, talk with one another, which is something I know they don't get to do very often and share about their missions. Um, just absolutely incredible. So with your role with the organization, can you help us understand why MultiCare chose these specific organizations and why that type of work in uplifting other organizations with boots on the ground is so vital to their mission? Certainly. So I guess one of the reasons that I vibe so entirely well with MultiCare's mission is that, and you've probably seen this on the website, is partnering for healing in a healthy future. So that is something that um, they, how, how would you say it, they walk the talk. And so where we're giving to the community, we really look at kind of the dynamics of healthcare. So if you happen to be a marginalized person, person and you feel like whether you don't have access or transportation or all those things we talked about, or maybe don't feel welcome within your healthcare system, you're probably going to put some things off or some things unintentionally will not be um, will not be cared for in a timely manner. So sometimes we'll end up seeing seeing somebody in the emergency department. And that is really the most costly and probably least productive way to take care of a person. Our emergency departments are wonderful, well-equipped, highly capable staff, but that's just not the best way or most efficient way to go about your health care. So what we have done is, I, I believe we had 51 applicants this last cycle. Uh, we have a committee that reviews every one of those, those grant applications, and we um, evaluate them based on criteria of what we do in the community. So uh, with our community health needs assessment, this time around, this grant year, we'll be focusing on behavioral health um, with a focus on substance use disorders and suicide prevention. We're also focusing on housing and homelessness, and we are also focusing on intentional harm, which includes domestic violence. So those are all things that are really heavily impacting our community right now. And you might not think of all those things or the effects as having to do with healthcare, but in one way or another, they do affect healthcare. And those are things that we know we can, we can affect beyond just the reach of our walls. So in qualifying each one of those community partners, it makes sense for us to support them in the work that they're doing because what that does is it it finds these folks who are suffering from whatever health disparities um, or the social determinants of health that we talked about. It helps remove those barriers so they can get in for preventive care and it, that helps to keep them out of the emergency department. Helps for them to build relationships with their healthcare providers before uh, an issue becomes acute or emergent. 
So that's really important. And it's also important for those patients to feel part of their community and welcomed in because when we're seeing them in a more relaxed setting, we can also set them up with other services that they might need. We have all kinds of screening, screening questions that we ask um, to see what it is, what do you need beyond just healthcare? Um, those social determinants of health, if you looked at a pie chart, um, you would you would see that the actual healthcare piece is maybe 15 to 20% of the whole puzzle. Um, the social determinants of health is everything else impacting that 15 to 20%. So if, if we can find a way to affect patients in all those areas, um, then, then we're doing a better job than if, if we had just not kept to ourselves in that. So it makes, it makes dollars and cents to give that money to the community. Um, it, it comes back to the community and it comes back to us as, as a healthcare facility. Have you ever spent hours researching online to find the coolest hotspots, learn about fascinating local people, and plan your next staycation only to be more confused? We have a magazine for that. We do the hard work for you and research trending topics every day and then spill the tea on our favorites on social in the digital magazine for the busy modern professional to access easily on the go. Support women-owned inclusive media and become a subscriber for just $29 a year at trendingnorthwest.com backslash subscribe. And over the time, you know, long term, it'll hopefully reduce costs on providers, organizations, and in the community too. So um, if you're an organization listening to this right now and you're thinking, how can I apply for uh, those funds? What's the best way for them to get connected? I would go to our the MultiCare website and look at the Community Partnership Fund. So there, there is a page on our website dedicated to that there's make sure you make sure you get the the tab for the inland northwest region so that's our baby here so and that grant application period opens june 1st to july 31st um so we will be reviewing applications from from nonprofits in the area and we'll go every year we'll go through this process well, that is absolutely wonderful. And we would love to continue to see these great local organizations have the support from organizations like MultiCare and in your personal pursuits as well through music and a variety of other things. What are you looking forward to next in your life and career? Oh, um, well, I know with the band, we need to get some professional recordings under our belt. So that's something that we need to do. In this past year or so, um, we've expanded our social media uh, presence. Um, originally it was just Facebook. Now we're on Instagram and TikTok under Son Dulce Live Salsa. Um, just within the last six months, we have launched a website, finally, sondulce.com. And um, so that was super cool to do. And, um, you know, we're just looking at opportunities as they come to us. Um, we've had some some wonderful things kind of come into our inboxes that I'm not going to share now, but you'll probably see them shortly. Um, so as far as the music, I just want to keep plugging along. You know, that's something that it's kind of its own animal and it's growing as it grows. So in terms of my career, I, I will, um, wherever my hands are needed most is where I want them to be. So the health equity work is definitely a labor of love. And if, if that is something um, that I do all the time, I would not be sad at all because it puts me in touch with people in the community who are, are doing genuinely good work. I have um, forged relationships with some just really good people in the community and um, our community partners and those who are um, 
not necessarily on paper community partners, but truly are in the work that they're doing. So um, it's been really wonderful to be able to, this being a new position with MultiCare, it's been wonderful to get out there and just figure out how to make it happen and bring people together. So if I haven't met somebody yet, I'm, I will soon. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Um, so, so I would say that's probably what I look forward to in the future is just expanding those things. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of amazing things going on and coming up and we can't wait to stay in touch with you and also follow you. So we heard that on all social media, we can follow Son Dulce Live Salsa. And then how else can people get um, in touch with you or find you on social media, follow your next endeavors? Those are the best ways. Um, there is a phone number listed on all of those sites as well. So if you need to ask questions or text to uh, for booking information, that all comes directly to me, so I'll I'll reach out to you as soon as that comes in. Um, but definitely, the I would say the website's probably the best way um, to look up our bios, look up um, you know our next events. You can purchase tickets there. You can look at videos and photos, all kinds of good stuff. And that new website is looking fly. You guys have got to check Thank it out. You. Make sure you do not miss a Sundulce performance. You cannot believe how much fun you'll have. And even if you don't know how to dance a lick of salsa, you will learn how and or be wildly entertained by everyone there. So it's not least the band. They are amazing. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on today. And is there anything else you wanted to cover before we sign off? Um, one thing, one message I would like to convey to folks is um, where it, where it's it relates to connecting to your community. Please don't be shy about what you have to offer your community. You know, some folks think, well, I'm not the best or my skills aren't perfect or what have you. Um, don't let that deter you because it takes a little bit from each one of us to make a big thing in our community. So please um, get into it up to your elbows. Don't be shy. There are so many nonprofit organizations that would love your help. Even if you can volunteer one day, if you can do that consistent, consistently, that helps so much that to be something that these organizations can count on. Um, so please just don't be shy. We need you. We need all of these people. We need everybody's talents, no matter how small you think they are. Um, they're valuable and important to your community. Oh, that is so beautifully stated. And if you want to get more involved with your community, we will have resources available on shiningnorthwest.com to get you connected with some great local organizations doing amazing work in our area. Thank you again, Jennifer, for coming on the podcast today. And we look forward to seeing you at a future Sundulce event. Thank you, my friends. Do you want to laugh with us even longer? Subscribe to the podcast now and get access to after-hour episodes where we go off script, leave in plenty of bloopers, and tell you hilarious stories that you won't hear anywhere else. Support women-owned inclusive media and become a podcast pal for just $4.99 a month by visiting our website, trendingnorthwest.com slash podpal, P-O-D-P-A-L.